news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Woo! How's everybody doing out there today? Woo! Cold, snow, let's back. Take the 90. Everybody just get out there and take the 90. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. January 17th. Wow. More than halfway through the first month. And guess what? Only 343 more days of Christmas, Silver Sister. I say I didn't warn you. <laughs> oh, that's epic. Oh, God, I love it. Oh, I forgot my tea. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, kids. Maybe I'll have to set that up on the break or something. So, set it up now. Throw it in the micro, you know, 1800 style. <laughs> right. We're going to do a little jasmine. It's not even green tea, it's just a pearl. Oh, I guess you can right there. Um, it's pearl, so it's a jasmine pearl. Um, it's not even uh, like uh, there we go. It's um, it's a little flower. It's really cool. It comes in the shape of a little pearl, and when you throw it in the hot water, it opens up. So you got to put it in a you know container, what whatever filter. What is that called? <laughs> Silver sister. <laughs> Help my brain think. Uh, strainer. Ah, whatever those are. Um, for tea, tea strain, you got to put them in one. The, they uh, they open up and they unravel into like seaweed, <laughs> but it's actually little jasmine and pearl. Absolutely delicious. Hi, little bear. Here comes little bear to wish us a happy Weed Day Wednesday. All right, everybody. How is everybody doing this beautiful cold morning? It's cold there in the desert. I mean, it's not like Lake effect blizzard, don't get on the road cold, but <laughs> it's pretty cold. Little Bear, why don't you come up and uh, say hi to everybody. So excited. I just 
ordered some seeds online uh, as novel. Why would they be anything else? <laughs> this freaking world. Seriously. Come on, guys. Give it up. Give it up. Let's put real glasses on here. I've got these Walgreens things. Prescription right here. Let's do it for prescription. Let's hear it for a modern science. Maybe even have some eyeglasses cleaner I could use, too. So how's it going? Silver Sister is not here. She is in Lake Effect right now. And uh, Cannabis said we're not sure where he is. Uh, he's not in Lake Effect. Well, actually, no, that kid is a jet setter. He is all over the world looking for cannabis. But, dude, I got it right here. Come back. Come back. I got it. I got the weed. Put your weed in it. <laughs> That's a funny one. Put your weed in it. Night Live skit. All right. Ooh, that's a strong little thing there. All right, let's see what we got going on here. Wednesday, Wednesday. Let's give a big shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come down and get certified. Yeah, get certified. And if you want to know what you can get certified for, you can check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And Little Bear will tell you. Hi, Little Bear. Uh, tell everybody what you're going to get your medical card for. So you can go to tumbleweedcenter.com and you can click on the certification section and you can see. But if not there now, I am, so I'm going to tell you. Uh, you can book your appointment right there. And if you have, just click the button. If you have one of these medical conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. PTSD. We need doctor's notes for a lot of these things. Um, and absolutely that one. The state will not. Um, they they look they check for doctor's notes so they check the state checks PTSD you have to have ongoing treatment it has to be an annual thing not every two years for, for them uh, cancer glaucoma AIDS chronic pain covers everything fibromyalgia migraines uh, um, rib contusions is that what we're gonna call it <laughs> a rib contusion sorry if I'm making you laugh over there get a pillow oh my God pillow is your best friend. Uh, hold the pillow to your chest, to your ribs, and if you need to laugh or cough or sneeze, you do it right in there. Holy cow. I know the pain. I'm so sorry. Damn it. But go Bills! So all the pains. Aches, knee aches, whatever. But chronic to the state is 60 days or more. So it has to be uh, at least 60 days or more. All right. Um, severe nausea, seizures. All of the seizures, including epilepsy. I don't know why they say that. That's kind of strange. Because epilepsy is a seizure, right? Am I right? Uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, that's um, dementia and everything in between, cachexia, uh, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You are eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions and bring current medical records. Uh, hopefully there's a diagnosis within the last 12 months, but if they're older, that's fine too because that, that shows chronic. That shows that it's been going on for a while. Um, bring them with you. At the, if you have an appointment, we do accept walk-ins. Um, and if you don't have current medical records, we offer an evaluation with your appointment. Uh, and you can also get telemedicine. So call, uh, you can call us for telemedicine appointment. 
520-838-4430, or you can just go to the telemedicine section, and then there's a button right that says, fill out form here, now available for telemedicine for those who do not want to leave their home or facility or cannot leave their home or facility. Check it out. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Yep, that's right. Give us a call. 520-338-430. Email thcusum at gmail.com. You can come down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Yeah, so it's hi. Hi, guys. Every time I walk in the kitchen, it's like, ooh, what's going on in here? Nothing. Absolutely nothing for you guys. Um, so, yeah. Um, we there's a chat feature on the um, Facebook page. So you can, oh, and the, and our Google Business Suite has a chat feature. That's right, little bear has a chat feature. So you can uh, chat us up, and I will, I personally will chat you back and answer all your questions. Now our current special price, and this is the lowest price in town. Holy cow, folks! Two sixty nine, just two hundred sixty nine. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's just thirty percent to have medical card. Oh boy, oh, the the twenty five percent sell back. So if you don't have a card, you're gonna have a lot for your cannabis, a whole lot for your weed products. Um, so yeah, but you know, I think most places have deals, wheels and deals a lot. So you can go on day on and get wheeled and dealed and wined and dined by the dispensaries. Um, they're always changing hands. It's that's really frustrating to me. You don't. Everybody's buying everybody out or doing so, and it's just getting a lot of negative feedback. I'm just gonna say it. I personally have heard a lot of negative feedback about dispensaries and people ask where to go and. You know what? That's a decision that you have to do a little research. And we always say just you know maybe if it's closest to your house, but. Do your research and more than anything, go into these places and get a feel for it. Do you like how it looks? Do you like how it feels? Do you like um, how they're set up? Because a lot of times, like, I think, and I'm just going to say it, I think D2, I think they have that drive through but um, they were set up awful. I'm sorry. But there were like five lines for recreational and one line for medical. And so you're standing in line with three people and people are just flying through five lines just they were flying through just bam 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 and the medical was one of the worst experiences I ever had there so I will not go back I will not work them I actually myself personal bell star I recommend uh, desert bloom at 22nd in home might be a drive but I think it's worth it um, always very nice to me um, they got a bit of a hippie vibe so if that's not your thing that's that's fine, um, but that's just what they have going on. Um, so, yeah, I like them. And they deliver. Uh, and I think it's like a, if you don't, I think it's a $50 minimum, which you can hit that with two products. 
Um, but uh, I uh, get their they have a they have their own relief brand tinctures that I get and recommend that people say are really good. Um, and I try to use that more than uh, for pain more than like ibuprofen or anything. But um, yeah, I don't I try not to ever really use those things. Rare, I would say rarely do I do that. Um, yeah, so you have to go to the dispensaries and figure out what you like and what you don't like. And, and if, you know, if they're nice to you, if they're rude to you, because uh, sometimes other people will back treated. And so you got to go for people who can actually take time and um, listen to your questions. Because I asked this is kind of like, do you have any chocolates that are really high in the brand? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, you know, so I had to point out the product that they had. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, we have that. And he was just really rude. And he was even more rude to the 80-year-old that was in there before trying to rush her out of there. I couldn't believe it. I did actually say something to a manager because that was rather appalling. I can handle that, but you don't treat someone's grandma that way ever. When people go in there, um, <laughs> they need to know that they're going to you know, have some patience you know, with them and they're going to take a little bit of time because this is new for all the all the oldie but goodies. Come on. I'm a break. And they got to do all this digital crap for the state. Oi. We need an oi on here. Ugh. Yeah, state of Arizona. Well, yeah, and try explaining why they're not sending out cards anymore. But seriously, what a nightmare with all the... They had P.O. boxes. Didn't they have P.O. boxes? I don't know if they had P.O. box. I think you could have a P.O. box. And then all the apartment numbers and letters and circles and drives and routes and streets and highways and byways and lanes and... Uh, you know, courts, and uh, it was crazy because, you know, we would do our best to get all the information, and then sometimes we'd make mistakes. <gasps> yep, we're human, and sometimes they would make mistakes, and yep, they're human, and so the cards would come back, could you imagine, and they have to reprint with the right address, and then resend them out, and all the, pra I mean, it's just a total pain in the butt, so everything's digital now, so I know all our oldies but goodies, um, our OBGs, um, they don't like it. They do not like it at all. They have quite a fit. Some of them are getting used. I mean, a lot of them are getting used to it. Days, but anyway, a lot of them just aren't like it. So guess what? Uh, here we go. Uh, the monkey mystery is solved. Cannabis activates the brain's appetite neurons. Mm -hmm. In summary, well, this is from a new a new uh, magazine, online digital magazine, Cannabis Business Executive. Researchers uncovered how cannabis triggers appetite in the brain using calcium imaging technology to observe brain, cell, brain cells in mice exposed to vaporized cannabis sativa. The team discovered that cannabis activates specific cells in the hypothalamus associated with the anticipation and consumption of food. Uh, this find could lead to novel treatments for appetite disorders in cancer patients, anorexia, and potential obesity. The study highlights the cannabinoid 1 receptor's role in controlling 
uh, uh, gouty-related protein neurons essential for appetite and demonstrates that disabling these neurons negates cannabis appetite-stimulating effects. So some key facts. One, cannabis exposure activates specific hypothalamus neurons related to appetite in mice. I, know, I still don't know why they're not doing all this on people. Do you know how many lab people? <laughs> lab people. I love it. Do you know how many lab people would show up for this? Oh, my God. TM. Lab people. Love it. Uh, two, the cannabinoid one receptor controls key, quote, feeding, quote, cells in the hypothalamus, influencing uh, appetite. And three, disabling these key neurons prevents cannabis from stimulating appetite, offering potential therapeutic pathways. Uh, Washington State University did this study. Why it is, well, it is well known that cannabis can cause the munchies. Researchers have now revealed a mechanism in the brain that promotes appetite in a set of animal studies at Washington State University. Uh, University. The study, uh, the discovery detailed in the journal Scientific Reports, could pave the way for refined therapeutics to treat appetite disorders faced by cancer patients as well as anorexia and potentially obesity. After exposing mice to vaporized cannabis sativa, researchers used calcium imaging uh, similar to brain MRIs to determine how their brain cells responded. They observed that cannabis activated a set of cells in the hypothalamus when the rodents anticipated and consumed palatable food that were not activated unexposed mice. Is it magic? It could be. All right, we could be the first to leave a reply if we wanted. Nah. All right, well, that's interesting. So, yeah, that's a lot of people say when they come in, they're like, I don't want to get the munchies. Well, there you have it. Uh, that was just sativa, and it was also mice. <laughs> there again. See, Harvard said that, that gentleman, uh, that doctor on air with us, gosh, man, that must have been like, Seven years ago? Holy cow. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. A long time ago. Oh, can Mike become a heavyweight in the New York marijuana industry? Sure. Because he's got a gazillion dollars. Anybody with a gazillion dollars can be a heavyweight. Oh, no. Um, let's see. On. Oh, there's a dog adoption event at Arizona Street. That's going to be on January 20th, so that's coming up. Um, join Bake Brothers for the inaugural Buds for Life dog adoption event in partnership with the Flower Shop Dispensary and the Arizona Humane Society. Experience the joy of on-site adoptions uh, with all adoption fees covered by Bake Brothers and the Flower Shop Dispensary. Additionally, 10% off Bake Brothers and the Flower Shop cannabis product sales during the event will be donated to the Humane Society. You mean they're going to donate 10% of edibles? All right. As a special thank you, every adoption comes with a gift basket courtesy of Bake Brothers and the Flower Shop. <laughs> so you can go home and get high with your dog. Oh, my Lord, guys. What's going on? Uh, join us as we unite to build a stronger community and create buds for life. January 20th, 11 to 3, 
at the flower shop in Awatuki, uh, 1007 1st Street in Phoenix. Directions there. Let's see how long that would take. Um, we're going to start where we are. <laughs> Why doesn't that come up? Okay. Oh, come on. You're not reading what's going on here. So for me, it's approximately up hour and 45 minutes. That's a long drive, but that includes all the accidents there are out there right now, which apparently there are a lot of accidents going on right now, especially over um, in uh, Flowing Wells area. So be careful. Lots happening over there. We've got construction uh, and all sorts of things happening in the Marana area, Flowing Wells. Um, yeah. Anyway, anywho. All right. There you have it. Uh, you can adopt some dogs and get some, some butts. Dogs and buds is basically what it is. All right. We'll see what else is going on in the world. Again, if you want to get certified, you can come on down to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We do have some CBD and hemp products there. But if you want to get a, a, a wide variety of CBD and hemp products, head on down to The Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard, our sister store over there by Bookman. And then you can go get yourself a book. And then get on over to Beyond Bread, get yourself some soup. Ooh, that sounds good today because it's freezing out. Sorry, Silver Sister. You are stuck inside. I hope there's a lot of good food in the basement. Oh, it's a grilled cheese kind of day. Grilled cheese with tomato soup. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Ooh. Mmm. I wonder if I have any tomato soup. Mmm. All right. Well, anywho, uh, also, check us out. Tumbleweed Hill Center. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can also call the Good Leaf at 520-532-LEAF, L-E-A-F. All right, that's 5323. Okay, here we go. The FDA officials recommended reclassifying pot under Schedule 3, how that changes everything. Um, and this is uh, from High Times. The FDA recommended that the DEA reschedule pot under Schedule 3 of the Controlled Substances Act. In a historic move Friday, officials from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, defying cannabis uh, as a Schedule 3 substance. This would make medical cannabis and research supporting it legal at the federal level, but still heavily regulated like hormone replacement therapy or ketamine. The 252-page document recommended, and I think we can actually see the document, to the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, that cannabis should be reclassified from a Schedule I to a Schedule III substance under the Controlled Substances Act, the CSA. The document starts with a letter to DEA Administrator Ann Milgram, which reads that, quote, marijuana meets the findings for control in Schedule III, quote. Hmm. 
um, <clears throat> the FDA's factor analysis, which are always the same, found cannabis, quote, has a currently accepted medical use and treatment in the United States and is not an immediate precursor of another controlled substance. Air my gosh. Air my gosh. There you go. It has medical use. There's um, <clears throat> section 21 USC 811B of the CSA. The eight factors that are determinative of control of the drug are the following. Are you ready? Here's what controls all of our drugs. It's actual or relative potential for abuse. Now, we know that, you know, hell, water is addictive. <sighs> Research shows marijuana is not addictive, but more... Um, Habitual? I don't know. Not a detail. Two, scientific evidence of its pharma uh, pharmacological effect, if known. Three, the state of current scientific knowledge regarding the drug or other substance. We got it. Four, its history and current pattern of abuse. Oh, we got that. Not one death, baby. N1D. N1D. TM making a t-shirt and one D it's a new group. Ha <laughs> um, <clears throat> Six, what if any risk there is to public health? No, there's no risk. It's all about health benefits. Unlike secondhand cigarette smoke, which will kill you. Seven, it's psychic or psych, uh, physiological dependence liability. We'll go back to that uh, number four. And eight, whether the substance is an immediate precursor of a substance already controlled. So there you have it. Clearly, cannabis has been deemed to have medical value, and the documents note that 43 U.S. jurisdictions are authorized to recommend the medical use of cannabis. 43. 43 U.S. jurisdictions are recommending medical cannabis. It marks the first time that a federal agency has recommended that the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration, place cannabis in Schedule 3 of the Controlled Substances Act, the CSA. Medical and adult use cannabis laws across America are generally based on laws at the state and local level, and they've always um, exited in discord with federal law. Keep in mind that Schedule 3 drugs are still heavily regulated and need prescriptions. Tylenol-3, ketamine, anabolic steroids, testosterone. Um, <clears throat> Schedule 3 substances are defined as drugs with moderate to low potential for physical and psychological dependence with less abuse potential than Schedule 1 and 2, but more <laughs> than Schedule 4 under <laughs> Schedule 4. Under Schedule 3, Internal Revenue Code 280E, IRC 280, would no longer apply to cannabis businesses, so you'd see things like tax deductions. Rescheduling to Schedule 3, however, will not legalize state-level cannabis programs. Several organizations and cannabis companies sent statements to High Times. The National Cannabis Roundtable, <laughs> around an overall or the National Cannabis Roundtable, they applauded the historic acknowledgement that a federal agency has recommended cannabis be reclassified. The NCR announced that they have been instrumental in educating for and <clears throat> informing the heads of the HHS 
in a memo from the DEA in an open letter as to the scientific and medical value of cannabis meriting its reclassification to at least Schedule 3. They acknowledge, however, that limitations of authority of HHS and DOA when it comes to the CSA and urge the DEA to follow the scientific findings of HHS and the FDA in the process. One baby, we got a new album coming out. You hear all that crap? Quote, a move to Schedule 3 means 280E no longer applies to regulated cannabis companies. Fear Galoob, executive director of the National Cannabis Roundtable, told High Times uh, in an email, quote, not only does this reduce the extreme tax burden currently faced by the industry, but it allows them to take advantage of critical tax credits on things like payroll and other routine business costs regularly used by other legal entities. Um, cannabis companies continue to face issues with access to capital and banking services resulting in cash intense operations. The ability to reinvest more of their revenues in their operations instead of a majority of all revenue going to taxes will be extremely impactful for the regulated cannabis industry, particularly small and minority operators. Other players in the industry uh, reacted well. <clears throat> Acknowledging both the pros and cons of Schedule 3 uh, was, quote, <clears throat> a move to Schedule 3 would mean 280E, oh, we did that, quote, health officials' recommendation for the DEA to reclassify cannabis from Schedule 1 to 3 uh, is a pivotal moment for our entry. Work uh, CEO Deborah Samen told High Times, the relentless efforts of the cannabis sector to destigmatize the plant have played a crucial role in challenging the long-standing classification of cannabis. Despite facing various challenges, the cannabis industry has demonstrated resilience, adapting swiftly while upholding exceptional standards. As a leading player in the industry, work remains committed to sustaining our position as the most dependable payroll, HR, and timekeeping platform in the market. Work is spelled W-U-R-K. The recommendation to reclassify um, cannabis to schedule three substance is progress towards undoing generations of cannabis prohibition and a significant step in recognizing the plant's medicinal and societal benefits. Socrates Rosenfeld, co-founder and CEO of Jane Technologies, told High Times, quote, while the reclassification is not a perfect solution, we will continue our mission until there is a legal access around the world. And everyone in prison for cannabis free. Still, this moment in history should be celebrated, and the end of cannabis prohibition has never felt closer to becoming a reality. As a scientific cannabis smuggler, reading a full report from HHS akin to a confession that finally said the hard part of uh, out loud regarding the cannabis plant's medicinal and societal value left me feeling both vindicated and excited for the future of cannabis reform. Cobb, DC lobbyist and CEO of Sunburn Cannabis, <laughs> Sunburn Cannabis, told High Times, quote, this is a groundbreaking step toward forward in the 70-plus year fight to end the ill-fated war on the cannabis plant. And I eagerly await the DEA's ruling to hopefully reschedule cannabis to Schedule 3. If that happens, this budding market will finally have a chance to operate in the sunshine with access to banking U.S financial services, much-needed tax reform, and this move serve as a springboard to much-needed criminal 
justice reform as well. Um, <clears throat> how did it happen? Last October, President Biden directed federal agencies to expeditiously consider reclassifying cannabis from the most restrictive category on the CSA schedule. Several organizations and businesses provided feedback on the FDA's recent move. The move was partly spurred by attorney Matthew C. Zorn, who sued the federal officials after using a Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, request to obtain the rescheduling memo. He's done it before. In 2019, Dr. Sue Sisley of the Scottsdale Research Institute sued the DEA for blocking medical cannabis research. Two Texas-based attorneys, Shane Pennington and Zorn, took the case pro bono. Normal wrote that the DEA is essentially monopolizing cannabis research. Since cannabis is illegal at the federal level, the National Institute of Drug DEA and the DEA only allowed one man, Dr. Mahmoud Asali, at the University of Mississippi to grow cannabis for clinical studies. Really, what are his backgrounds, huh? On August 29, 2023, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, recommended to the DEA that cannabis reclassified from a Schedule One drug to Schedule Three. Schedule Three would change everything, especially in terms of opening up the doors to cannabis research. Zorn first published the documents on his drug uh, drugs blog on Friday before um, <clears throat> before Friday. A highly redacted clip of the documents released to Zorn were released a month ago with a single page of last October. The industry grappled the pros and cons of Schedule 3 to bring as pressure mounts on the DA to act on the recommendations from the HHS and the FDA. And you know what we say. Puff, 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 puff. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunting, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking. Walk into my house, like what up, I got some good pot I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stoned-ass donkey Rolling in hella high, looking like it's super time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a snuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice tea but shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks. Reese's pieces are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking No 
know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plant illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests. I call that getting swindled and pimped shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my legislation comes nearly a decade after the state launched adult use sales for those 21 and over. So far, 20 states in the U.S. have launched adult use cannabis sales, and every one of these marketplaces allows for those 21 years and older to legally purchase products at licensed dispensaries. But now, one of the guinea pigs of legalization has a bill on the table to increase the age limit. Washington State Reps Lauren Davis the Shoreline and Tom Dent are Moses Lake introduced House Bill 2320. Legislation concerning, quote, high THC cannabis products, quote, on January 11th in the House Committee on Regulated, uh, Regulated Substances and Gaming, where it is scheduled for a public hearing at 4 p.m. Ooh, and that was yesterday. Oh, old news. Let's see. Ooh, I wonder what happened. The bill would increase the minimum age of uh, to 25 years. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. The sales of the product with the 
than 30. All right, well, that's different than just saying, you know, uh, all right, I'll make it back over to the window. <laughs> Damn, over here. I don't know. I think it's because of the brick house. Uh, brick house. All right, so yeah, so that's a pretty high concentration. That'll get you pretty messed up. All right, let me know if I'm if I'm back in action when if I if I come over here. All right, let's see. Now back to it. With an exception. Okay, so there's an exception for qualifying patients and designated medical providers. According to the bill's sponsors, high THC cannabis products pose physical and mental harms that must be addressed. Quote, today there's no legal limit on the policy of the psychodevelopment THC cannabis concentrates that spoils, dabs, shatter are regularly sold with a THC potency of nearly 100%, a 10 increase in potency from when cannabis was legalized in 2012. These concentrated products are different and dangerous. Uh, Washington and Colorado were the first states in the nation to legalize adult-use cannabis in <clears throat> the November 2012 election via Initiative 502 and <clears throat> Amendment 64, respectively. Both states launched uh, adult-use sales in 2014 for those 21 and over, and another 18 states have followed their since. <clears throat> While 24 states have legalized adult-use cannabis, four have yet to launch commercial retail markets. Um, while many legalization advocates across the U.S. have said the age restriction for cannabis sales should mirror alcohol sales, lawmakers who have argued uh, more conservative stances in various state legislatures have pushed to increase the age limit to 25 years for cannabis, saying the human brain continues to develop up until then. What, and then it just stops? <laughs> and then it just dies? Is that what happens? So we're basically, well, probably... I mean, hell, in the 1800s, you didn't live that long. Um, and although the scientific viewpoint on the timeline for brain development has changed, uh, Washington voters legalized cannabis in 2012, the products available in today's cannabis market are increasingly more potent than traditional dry store, according to Davis and Dent. Quote, the cannabis industry has changed considerably since cannabis was legalized, Dent said. This legislation is needed to address the ever-changing market and put some measures in place to protect cannabis users and our youth. The bill's sponsor claim their viewpoints are backed by a consensus statement by researchers from both Washington State University and the University of Washington, who released a November 2020 report on, quote, cannabis concentration and health risks, quote. You can actually read the report, quote, Use of cannabis with high THC concentration increases the chance of developing cannabis use disorder or addiction to cannabis. Um, <clears throat> particularly among adolescents, according to the university researchers, daily, quote, daily cannabis use, particularly of high potency products, increases the risk of developing a psychotic disorder like schizophrenia and Related to an earlier onset of symptoms compared to people who do not use cannabis. Davis and Dent included a section of this consensus statement in their legislation. However, 
they failed to mention that the researchers were specifically referring to evidence on the, quote, detrimental impact of THC use, quote, during adolescence 14 to 18 years of age. In addition to raising the minimum age to 25 to purchase adult use cannabis, HB 2023 would require the State Department of Health to develop optional uh, training for retail cannabis staff about health and safety impacts of high THC products according to a nonpartisan uh, legislation summary of the bill. In addition, legislation requires <clears throat> the University of Washington Addictions Drug and Alcohol Institute, ADAI, to develop and implement guidance and health interventions for healthcare providers and patients for developing serious complications due to cannabis consumption with reports to the Washington legislature and subject to findings. Dent said mental health issues such as psychosis caused by high-potency cannabis products have resulted in, quote, crisis, quote, that the legislature needs to address, quote, before it filters deeper into our communities. Davis said this is a case where an addiction for profit industry has public policy. It is our duty as lawmakers to learn from history and not repeat it. We must act now to protect public health. It is past time. And this is coming from Cannabis Business Times about Washington bill aiming to raise the legal cannabis age to 25. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Well, if you have a comment, you can call in 646-915-8421. Speak up, get heard, get loud, be seen. All right, you can also chat. I think you do have to sign in. It's very simple at blogtalkradio.com. It's a very easy thing to do. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your health lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Get on down. Oh, my Lord, Lake Effect Snow is everywhere. We don't have it. Come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, we are in Tucson, Arizona, at the cross streets of Broadway and Swan. Uh, if you don't want to come down, you can do telemedicine. Go to TullyTelecenter.com. the telemedicine section right there. Uh, just click telemedicine. You have to be really computer savvy. There's a little form to fill out. Um, there are hours and a map of how to get there. Um, Oh my gosh, the, up, the website automatically updated what what was Twitter X? Tw I don't know. Instagram was Twitter is now X. Oh my gosh, they updated the little um that is spooky because I did not do it. The little picture, you know, for the Facebook and the camera for Instagram or whatever. They put a big X on it. People Pinterest, that kind of thing. That's very bizarre. I wonder where it goes when you click it. Goes on over. All right. Woohoo. Um, there you go. So check out tumbleweedtelcenter.com. You can check the homepage out. Very helpful website. Um, yep, there's our New Year's specials. 269 includes a doctor fee, a processing fee. Um, 
and we have a local price match guarantee. Can't beat Phoenix's prices. Not sure what they're doing over there. <laughs> we are in our lucky 13th year. We appreciate you very much. All right. Um, let's see. Scroll on down to where it says Arizona Department of Health Services. We're just going to go through the website for a second here because that's a very helpful, very, very, very helpful link. Um, you can get to your card there. You can log into your patient portal. You can create a patient portal if you're new. You can, if you want, process your own application, um, although we do that for free, so I don't recommend it. Uh, we've been, we're kind of experts on that at this point. We've been doing it for almost 13 years. Lucky 13. Um, and then if you forgot your password, there it is in black. Click it. Forgot your password. You can uh, reset it. Your username is your email. You can get on over to the Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. You can get online at thegoodleafshop.com. If you need an interpreter, that could be myself. That could be I. I am your interpreter for American Sign Language. If you know somebody that is deaf, uh, they can call in using VRS or Thornton, wherever they're going to call in, schedule an appointment. And there you have it. There's a little bit about who we are. Uh, we've got our doctor section, certification section, telemedicine radio show. You can click it and get there. There's some education for you about um, why. Well, there's a little bit about cannabis, hemp, and CBD, a little bit on how to use it. Is not we're not giving you advice. They're just you know, hey, these are our suggestions. Um, there's a little bit about Arizona medical marijuana law because it's different in every state. Um, are they are we reciprocal enough now that we are taking um, folks from out of state licenses that like maybe if they have uh, an ID or something, are we that reciprocal yet? Hmm. Let's see. We could probably find out. I don't know because I, I don't use that. <laughs> um, but the cool thing is you're automatically uh, in the recreation program. You can grow six plants of your very own. I say do it. Especially if you can get your hands on some auto flowers. Yeah, yeah. Groundbreaking. I did the total American thing. I started growing like... 15 or so years ago, and um, I was trying to grow in a closet. You know, you try the first thing, and oh my gosh, it literally was like 120 degrees in the closet. We were buying little humidity packs and throwing them in, and it was just a mess. We put foil everywhere. We had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> and then um, I got online, and I was like, what is the fastest growing marijuana plant like I needed something that grew I needed faster than nine months I didn't want to wait <laughs> uh, couldn't wait so I was introduced to what is called autoflowers yes they are God's gift um, they are done from seed to finish uh, in 60 to 90 days 60 days sometimes they're done they are crossed with a strain called Ruderalis. I believe it's a Russian strain. And um, it's absolutely awesome. They flower under any lighting conditions, so you don't have to trick them. You don't have to go into the whole 12-12 thing. <clears throat> you can, but you don't have to. Uh, some people grow them 
uh, hours. Uh, I don't like to do that to plants because it's just, uh, I think they need sleep too. So anyway, there's my infomercial about auto flowers. They're fantastic. I get um, auto feminized flowers so I know what's growing. Uh, I don't do any crossbreeding or genetics or and I'm not into that. We leave that to the real scientists out there because I know people that have made their own strains. Um, it's pretty cool actually, but I'm not into that. Um, you got to get into all the pollen, all the powdery stuff. So anyway, um, if you're in Arizona and you're 21 or older, you can possess up to an ounce and adults in the household can grow six plants each, total of 12 plants per household. Um, you can also become a medical marijuana patient at any age. And if you are 18 or older you um, and you need your cannabis, you can get your card. Uh, if you're under 18, you can get your card. You have to have uh, notes from your doctors and you have to meet two of our doctors. Um, and um, you, where in Arizona can you use your medical marijuana? Privately, folks. Use it privately. Um, you'll find it at concerts and such, but it cannot be smoked in any public facility or public area, schools, parks, buses, etc. Um, it can be consumed in edible form in public areas, though, because, I mean, um, medical, cannabis, medical cannabis can. So if you have a medical card, um, it says persons cannot be prosecuted for being near someone who is legally using or possessing medical marijuana in Arizona. And adult care facilities can adopt their own rules for use of medical marijuana at their facilities. So like um, assisted living centers, nursing homes, rehabs, um, hospice cares, um, all that kind of stuff, palliative care units, um, they can let their folks use cannabis. Um, so uh, what other restrictions do qualifying patients need to know when using marijuana? Anyone can get a DUI if marijuana is found in their system, including um, me medical patients, um, if they harm somebody uh, or are impaired, you know, an employer might not be able to penalize a medical marijuana patient for positive drug test for marijuana unless the patient used, possessed, or was impaired by marijuana on the employment premise uh, or during hours of employment. And the federal government still considers uh, marijuana an illegal substance. So... And there's also a brief comparison of the medical and recreational program here in Arizona. And here are the top reasons to keep uh, to keep the safety of having your medical marijuana card. You are already in the recreational program if you are 21 and older. Um, you do get meta, uh, better legal protection in the medical program. You're protected against felonies, fines, and jail time uh, unless you really do something stupid like, you know, kill somebody or anything like that, you, they, they, in the, you, you have to prove impairment, just like with any drug. I mean, if you're going to be on opioids or alcohol or weed and you do something stupid and you're impaired, then you're going to get in trouble. So that's just down. Medical program, you can have more medicine. You get two and a half ounces every two weeks. And yeah, in the record program, you get an ounce. That's it. Um, in the medical program, you get an unlimited amount of concentrate you, um, in that two and a half weeks. And in the rec program, you get a half a gram. So that's not going to help for people that have like stage four anything. Um, if you live 25 miles away from a dispensary, you can grow 12 plants 
person in that household. There's no, there's a six person limit if you're going to be a caregiver. Um, <clears throat> in the medical program, they're testing for safety. It's mandatory uh, testing by a third party to ensure tasty and ta- tasty. Yeah, ensure the tasty and the safety. And in the rec program, they're tested by their own in-house labs. You get employee protection. Employers just can't fire you like they can recreational um, folks. There's no limit on edibles. They can contain any amount of THC, and they can even look like little animals. Um, Rec programs are restricted to squares and 10 milligrams a pop. That's it. You are protected with your gun rights by the state of Arizona. It's still federally illegal to own a gun and have marijuana in your possession, your person, but you can have it. You're protected by the state if you have both the gun and marijuana. Um, in the medical program, there's no THC, no THC limit you can have in your products. In the rec program, um, you get 100 milligrams of THC, and that is it. Um, and um, <clears throat> in the medical program, there's way less taxes. They point at 7% versus 25.1% sales tax on recreational marijuana. Yeah. And the great thing is, if you're uh, 21 or older, you're already in both programs. Folks, thank you so much for tuning into We Day Wednesday each and every week. We appreciate you being here. Don't drive in the blizzard. Don't take the 90. Stay home. And uh, take your pain pills like Dr. Kim Medicine Woman ordered. Unless you have a lot of weed. Maybe they'll deliver. Find out who's delivering in the blizzard. That's awesome. See who's the trooper. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Happy 2024 already. 343 days until Christmas. You're welcome. We love you. Have a great day. Be nice and smoke a lot of weed. Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah.